Thank you for listening to this week's Freedom Church podcast. We hope it helps and inspires you. Thank you, Sim and Lottie. I'm here in Galilee, the very place in which Jesus of Nazareth, who claimed to be the Son of God, died a gruesome death. Jesus of Nazareth was first arrested by Jewish leaders due to inappropriate behaviour in the Jewish temple. He was first tried before a Jewish Sahedrin court in Judea, where he was charged and convicted with blasphemy. It has not yet been verified how his actions constituted blasphemy under Jewish law. Nevertheless, Jesus was then tried before Pontius Pilate, but it is again unclear what the charges against him were under Roman law. After a lively trial in court, Jesus of Nazareth was sentenced to death for crimes against Rome by the way of crucifixion, hence the technique. He was last seen by officials after his crucifixion by the Roman authorities being laid in a tomb wrapped in cloth. These same officials have announced that at that moment he was certainly dead. However, there have been a number of people who claim to have seen this Jesus of Nazareth alive. I've been able to track down some of these witnesses to ask them firsthand about what they saw and how they can be sure it really was him that they met. I'm here with Mary Magdalene. You might recognise her as the woman who was demon-possessed not too long ago. She is one of the witnesses who claim to have seen this Jesus of Nazareth alive. So Mary, could you tell us the events uh, that happened when you first saw Jesus alive? Well, to start with, I was going to the tomb just to anoint him with the oils, as you do after a while, once they've died. Um, but the stone had been rolled away and there was an angel, which was a bit of a surprise. <laughs> um, obviously, I was extremely scared. I was shocked. I didn't really know what to make of it. But the angel said to me, don't be afraid. The person you've come looking for is no longer here. He's alive. And in that moment, I didn't really know what to make of it all. Uh, yeah, I can imagine that being quite a shock. Uh, what happened then? What did you do then? Did the angel stick around or did they just leave? Uh, well, I'd left. I walked to the garden. I was just in tears. Um, I just needed to get away and just clear my mind a bit. I, I was just so confused. And did you see anyone else in the garden? Was anyone there with you? Um, I, there was a gardener. I did see a gardener. He came up to me and he asked me why I was crying. I was like, do you not realise what's just happened? Jesus has, he's not in the tomb. I've been told he's alive, but how is that even possible? He was very much dead. Um, so I, yeah, I was just crying to him for a bit and um, he just, all of a sudden said my name and it was the most surreal experience of my entire life. It was just one simple word, Mary, but the impact it had, it just made me feel like I had so much worth. All of a sudden I was an entirely new person and that's when I realised that that gardener was Jesus. And wow, I mean, how, how did you know it was him? How could you be sure that the gardener was Jesus having come back to life after dying on the cross? Well, his hands. Um, he had holes in the palms of his hands, which was a bit of a giveaway. But Jesus is a certain type of person that 
you know it's him when you're around him. And just the way that he said my name with all of that, that power and confidence, you just know. Brilliant. Well, that must have been quite a, uh, an event for you to go through. Thank you for speaking with us today. There you have it. Our first first-hand account from the woman who first saw Jesus of Nazareth alive. Dressed as a gardener, was he in disguise? Was it really him? Next, I spoke with others who call themselves his disciples, who also claim to have seen him alive. Here I am now with a couple of the followers of Jesus who claim that Jesus is Lord and has indeed risen from the dead. It has been said that they were so upset about Jesus dying that they decided to leave Jerusalem after the events and head to the town of Emmaus. I'm here to find out their version of the events that happened. Thank you for speaking to us today. Could you tell us your version of the story uh, of events uh, about Jesus in the last few days? Jesus in the last few days? Right. First of all, I need to give a bit of background because Jesus, Jesus was our friend. Jesus was a teacher, a prophet. He, he came to redeem the whole of Israel. He... He was the most incredible person you would ever hope to meet. But he was arrested out of nowhere. He was just arrested. Uh, the soldiers came and, and took him. There was nothing we could do to, to kind of get him back. We didn't know where they'd taken him. And then all of a sudden he appeared and he was in this trial. And, the, and, and it, was a, it was a sham. It was absolutely a sham trial. It, it was a complete setup. He, you know, from my perspective, watching it, he, it, he didn't have a fair trial at all, and he was crucified. The leaders and the people, they put him on that cross. They nailed him to the cross. It was the most horrific thing I've ever witnessed in my life. Do you think he was set up? I think he was set up. I think it was absolutely set up from my point of view, yep, definitely. And so when uh, Jesus died on the cross, uh, you then left Jerusalem. Uh, where did you go and why did you go? Oh, we just wanted to go home. We just felt so down, so awful. We'd lost our, our leader um, and we were just, we just had to get out of that place, that, that, that city with the memories of seeing what we saw. So we just hit the road. And uh, then what happened on the road to Emmaus? Could you describe what happened there? So <clears throat> we, were, we were talking. Um, we are just discussing, really, what had happened. We still couldn't really come to terms with it. We couldn't get a head around it. Yeah. It was just the most bizarre thing and the most horrific thing. Just, we, just couldn't, we just couldn't get our heads around it. It was horrendous. And... And so we were, we were just kind of like talking through that really yeah. to one another. And, and then this, this person turns up sort of out of the blue. Yeah. Sort of uh, as if he'd been hiding in the bushes or something. It's really odd. It just came up by the side of us and started talking to us. And so what sort of things did he say? Did you know who this guy was? No, we didn't know who he was. We, you meet people on the road, but it was odd that he just addressed us. So average build average beard you know he just 
uh, came right up to us and asked us, you know, what what we were discussing. So we told him, and um, and yeah, we we started telling him about everything that had been going on. You know. So did you eventually find out who he was? Well, not on the road. I mean, um, we've been talking to him quite some time actually, and it was. It was amazing because while we were saying how horrific everything was, he was kind of painting a different picture. He was kind of encouraging us. And he called you a fool, didn't he? He did. He did. He called me a fool. I thought, <laughs> who's this guy? I don't even know him. And he's called me a fool. I mean, what is that about? But he was so encouraging. Yeah. So much so that um, it got to the point where we were going to have a rest and, and sort of like something to eat and something. We thought, let's, let's invite him in. More the merrier. Yeah. yeah. Because um, we wanted to continue the talk and see what he had to say for himself. So, um, yeah, we, we went and had a meal together. And what happened next? Did the conversation continue? Uh, what happened then whilst you were eating? Well, it was the most remarkable experience. Yeah. It really was. I mean, I don't know what you thought, but I, you know, I was just completely blown away. You know, there was this guy who had just appeared from nowhere having a meal with us and we didn't think we knew him but then he took the bread and he did this thing that our lord master used to do he took it and he broke it in a certain way exactly the same, exactly the same way and the words that he said and his face all of a sudden looked it looked familiar for a split second and we thought that's him! It just clicked. It was just like, yes! It was amazing! Couldn't believe it! It was just, from a point of being absolutely desperate, we were just overwhelmed, weren't yeah. we? With joy and hope. Yeah. It was brilliant. So this man you met on the road, you didn't know who he was, you took him back, you broke the bread, you realised it was Jesus, this Jesus of Nazareth who had died three days earlier. For me, it was Jesus. What do you reckon? Oh, yeah. It doesn't seem possible, but it, it was just, we were there and we saw him and it, it was him. And then he was gone. But how is that possible? And so what did you do next uh, after you realised it was him? <laughs> what did we do next? We went straight back to Jerusalem, right? Because he didn't stay with us, just disappeared. We went yeah. straight back to Jerusalem we had to, tell, to tell the lads. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to tell them. I mean, it was just such, it was the most mind-blowing experience. We had to tell everybody that and, we possibly could. And what did the disciples say when you told them? <laughs> what do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. They weren't that, they weren't that impressed. <laughs> even, you know, even when I actually showed them the See, bread. You kept it. They weren't, they, weren't, they weren't convinced. But we'd been there and we saw it. You could see you could see them wanting yeah. to wanting to accept what we were saying as truth. But of course they hadn't experienced it for themselves. We had. But they could see something of our joy. They could see the way we'd changed. I mean, why would we be like that otherwise? Yeah. Well, thank you so much. So what an experience you've had. Uh, but thank you for your time and thank you for speaking You're with very us. Very welcome. Thank you.
the plot thickens. Jesus seems to have appeared to a number of people after his terribly gruesome death. At this point, I had hoped to talk to more of the disciples and so headed towards the water. Fortunately, we managed to track down a couple of his followers, also fishermen, who claimed to have seen, spoken with, and even ate with this Jesus of Nazareth. I'm here with two disciples of Jesus, Thomas and Peter, who claim to have seen this Jesus of Nazareth after he was confirmed dead. Thomas, let's hear from you first. So tell us when you first heard that Jesus was alive. Well, it was, it was a few days ago and, and that, I suppose, in terms of a few days after he was uh, crucified. And uh, yeah, I heard, I heard that he was alive and uh, I couldn't believe it. Now, of course, I mean, I'm sure you'd agree that these claims seem really far-fetched. I mean, did you believe what you were hearing uh, after hearing something or seeing something for yourself? How did that work? Well, I certainly didn't believe it straight away. The first I kind of heard of it was Madeline came running in one day and she said she'd seen him alive. And like me and all the brothers are like, well, I don't think so. I mean, we haven't seen him. Sure, he'd come and see us first, wouldn't he? And then a couple of days later, I go out to get some food. I come back with it all. The brothers are jumping around on hot coals. They're saying that they'd all seen him. Like, well, hang on, why didn't I see him? So, I mean, call me cynical if you like, but unless I see him, I don't believe it. And then later on that day, there he is, right in front of me. I, I couldn't believe it. He, he stood, like, as close as you are to me now. And I thought, well, I still I can't quite believe my eyes. And he said to me, well, look, put, put your fingers here in, in my hands. So, so I did. Uh, my finger went through a hole in his hand. I, I couldn't believe it. And, and I could hear him. I could feel him. I could touch him. And he said, put your hand in my side. I, All right, then. So I did. And I could, I could, feel, I could feel him breathing. I, I had to believe it at that point. So that must have been some moment. Uh, did you see him uh, again after then or just that once? Well, for, for me, it was just that once. But I, I heard that he did appear again all, all over the place. Um, but for me, it was, it was just on that one occasion, yeah. But that was enough for me, honestly, believe me. Uh, and some people call you Doubting Thomas. Now, would you say that's fair or not? <laughs> well, up until a few days ago, I, completely. I mean, it, unless I can see it, I don't believe it. Unless I can touch it, I don't believe it. But as of now and from now on, yeah, it, I don't have to see it. If somebody tells me, like Jesus tells me he's alive, I know he is. I saw him. I felt him. I touched him. So Doubting Thomas no more. Well, what a week this has been for you. Uh, what are you going to do now? Oh, honestly, I'm telling everyone now. Now that I've seen him, now I know he's alive. Nobody, nobody can hear the end of it now. Everyone I meet, anyone I see, I'm telling him he's alive. Brilliant. Well, thank you, Thomas. Thank you for your time. So now to you, Peter. Uh, can you describe to us that moment when Jesus was arrested right in front of your eyes? How did, how did you feel? It was awful. I mean, we, 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 we didn't want it to end that way. I felt angry. I was... Uh, waving my sword around and and all sorts of things were going on and but but in the end there was nothing we could do and I we just all ran we ran we 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 were scared and ran and now we've heard from others like you who describe themselves as disciples of this Jesus of Nazareth um, that three days later after being crucified on the cross he came back to life I mean did you believe what you had heard as you ran to the tomb supposing to check for yourself. No. No, no, not at all. How would you believe some of the, the... The women were telling us this nonsense about about Jesus, them seeing Jesus alive and the tomb was empty. And I just thought they got the wrong tomb. So uh, 
got down there as fast as I could and just to check out that that you know that they they'd made a mistake really that's what I thought now now correct me if I'm wrong but uh, John got there first is that right that's what he likes to tell everyone but I went in first and uh, and the women were right I mean the tomb was empty there was there was nothing there just the the cloth that they wrapped him up in and that, that's all that was there and so what did you do then once you saw this empty tomb or just the cloth in there? Well, apologise to the women, first of all. That was one, of, that was one thing. But then, then just had to run, run back to see all the other disciples and, uh, and let them know that it was true. Uh, the body wasn't there. Jesus must have come back to life again. And while we were there talking about it, uh, Jesus just appeared in the room. He just appeared and he showed us all that he was alive amazing and uh you um then saw him again uh on the beach is that right tell us about when you saw him again there yeah that was some time later we we were on uh well we were out fishing actually me and the the, the guys were out and we weren't catching very much it was pretty still and nothing going on and then jesus appeared on the on the beach and uh he called over to us just said you know throw your nets on the other side of the boat so we did because it was Jesus and and uh, it was incredible. We just caught so many fish. It was, it was, it was amazing. So we took him back and um, yeah, lovely. And then you had breakfast. Is that, is that right? Yeah, Jesus cooked for us, which was nice. It was good. Fish. Oh, amazing. And uh, apparently Jesus took you aside. Uh, is that right? I mean, no one really seems to know what he actually told you. Could you just enlighten us uh, about what he actually spoke to you about? I mean, did he tell you off? No, he didn't tell me off. He could have done. He should have done. See, I'd betrayed him uh, before. and But he didn't mention any of that. He just said... Do you love me? He asked me three times, do you love me? And, and I just said, yes, yes, yes. And he said, feed my sheep. And what do you, what do you think he meant by that? I don't know. Uh, I think maybe, maybe, maybe because he is the shepherd, he means all his disciples. Maybe, I, you know, maybe I've got to look after all the disciples. Maybe he's put me in charge of them all or, or something. And, uh, and forgive me, but I've, I've heard that um, you sometimes have put your foot in it or said something or done something that you wish you uh, hadn't. Uh, could you tell us, you know, are you a leader or uh, are you just a little lost? Both. I think I'm both. I think somehow I've got to lead this group of disciples, but where to? I, I, I don't know. I don't know where we're going with this. I don't know what Jesus wants us to do next. Uh, we're just telling people that we see that he's alive. But then what? Are we still going to see the Romans off? Uh, or I don't know. So both. And, uh, and lastly, I mean, he said, I've heard on the grapevine that you are a rock and that he uh, was going to use you to build his church. Now, that's some burden to carry, an assignment to carry out. How do you feel now? Um, are you up for the challenge? I'm definitely up for anything that Jesus asked me to do, anything. But what that means, I don't know. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you for your time.
Well, there you have it. Jesus of Nazareth was crucified and confirmed dead by officials. But after talking to a number of witnesses, it appears that many believe that just after three days, he began to breathe again. Many believe to have seen this Jesus of Nazareth face to face, some of which we've heard from firsthand. The truth is, if all of this is accurate, what follows looks very different. For a man believed to be the son of God and son of man, to die and to come back to life, well, the results of such claims means life fulfilled here on earth and life eternal. The teachings of Jesus would appear substantial. I guess the only thing left to do for each of us as individuals is to decide for ourselves whether we believe these accounts to be true. Do you? Back to you in the studio. For more information about Freedom Church, please go to www.freedomchurch.uk. Thank you for listening.